It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a great weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, as always, if you missed anything on the show, if you missed anything from the past, you can always catch up with the show by heading to our podcast, anywhere you get your podcast from Podcast One, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can reach out to us on Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. There are more than 117,000 children in the U.S. foster care system waiting to be adopted. Teens have a lower adoption rate than younger children, and they often wait longer to be adopted. But no matter their age, all kids need a supportive, loving family, and the teenage years are an especially critical period for parental help and guidance. Here this morning to talk about adoption and foster care, we're joined by Bob Hearn. He is with Adopt U.S. Kids. We're also joined by Ray. Ray is an adoptive parent. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. All right. So, Bob, we'll start with you. Um, tell us about Adopt U.S. Kids. Our mission is to raise the awareness of the need for foster and adoptive parents and to build the capacity of our states, territories, and tribes in the recruitment, development, and support of foster and adoptive parents. So we work with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. So as I understand it, the campaign began in 2004. How many children and youth have you been able to connect to a permanent family? Over 90,000 in the 18 years of the campaign. Oh, wow. Look at that. Now, why are teens often overlooked when it comes to adoption? What do we know there, Bob? So when most families consider adopting and think about adopting, they usually think about infants or small children. A lot of families, just it just doesn't enter their consciousness that there are these teens out there that need and um, want a forever family. And so they're overrepresented. So of the 117,000 children and youth currently living in the U.S. foster care system that are waiting to be adopted, teens are overrepresented in that. And so we really wanted to highlight to our communities that, you know, there are a lot of rewards for adopting teens from foster care and to sort of highlight the need to get more families interested. Okay, so you talked about it. You mentioned it. What are the rewards of adopting a teen that some people may not consider or maybe even don't even think about? Yeah, so, you know, when we think about first, we, you know, there's the first date. There's the graduation from high school, ultimately, to being at your son or daughter's wedding. I mean, there are lots of firsts and lots of rewards. And there's the large rewards of those things. But then there's those small rewards that in some ways are even more important. Those family dinners, those times together, the time where you get to see your son or daughter figure something out for the first time. And I'm really excited that we have Ray here today because Ray and his wife um, adopted a teen for foster care. Okay, so Ray, we'll talk to Ray in a second here. But what are some, uh, let's talk about some of the myths that people in terms of adopting teens what are some of the myths that keep people from adopting or reaching out or wanting to adopt teens sure i think the largest myth out myth out there is that people think teens don't want to be adopted Um, and nothing can be farther from the truth regardless of our age we all need that love and support of a 
family, if we go back to our own years, our own teenage years, and we think about how valuable our family was and helping us to navigate life, that doesn't go away just because you're a teen. And so that's the biggest myth out there is that teens in foster care don't want to be adopted. And the next big myth out there is that you think you need to be perfect to be a great parent, and you don't. It's the challenges you've gone through in your life that help you to give empathy and help you to understand where your own children are going through. Um, and then the other myths are that um, it costs a lot of money, and that's not true. Matter of fact, it's basically free to adopt from foster care, and you actually get special um, stipends in order for you to help to meet the needs of your child. Um, you don't need to own your own house. You don't need to be married. What you need is to have room in your heart and your home to bring in a youth um, and to help them out. Now, let's bring in Ray here. Ray, you are an adoptive parent of a teen. Um, what led to your decision to become an adoptive parent, Ray? Well, uh, my wife and I uh, are both teachers, and so we were surrounded by kids and couldn't have kids of our own and just saw a real need in our community to, that there were all of uh, these children in foster care that were waiting on homes, and so we pursued being foster parents. And while we were in training uh, to open our foster home, we looked at the Adopt US Kids website, and it turns out the very first video that we emailed back and forth to each other saying, this kid looks like he would fit in our family. Fast forward a year later, he was the first son we adopted. All right, there you go. So tell us about your family and the impact adoption has had on your family. I can say that one of the reasons that my wife and I have been successful in uh, starting our, our family with an older child is because our extended family, both of our sets of parents and our brothers and sisters have all uh, just come and wrapped their arms around our house and uh, given us help and uh, assistance you know, whenever we needed it. And um, it really does take a village, and we've worked very hard to um, help others out as they bring children into their home. And it, there's a lot of give and take because uh, it takes all of these adults working together to, uh, you know, just kind of get through the day-to-day -day, uh, routines of, you know, the world we live in. So how many children have you and your wife adopted? We've adopted two. Okay. Uh, one is 14. The other one was 10. Okay. Uh, they were not uh, biologically related and, you know, at two different occasions. Uh, and they have really just been nothing more than um, nothing short of a blessing for our lives. Okay. So personally for you, what's been the most rewarding aspect of adopting, especially adopting a teen? I can say one of the primary ways that uh, Jesse and I make memories is through uh, Boy Scouts and scouting and going on campouts. Mm -hmm. um, we've gotten involved in a great troop and you know, getting him to, to uh, light a fire with a flint and steel for the first time, watching him uh, pitch a tent and take it down all by himself, um, just earning those merit badges uh, has been you know, it just it gives you that paternal pride. It's been a fantastic journey so far. Okay, Bob, let me bring you back in here. The Ad Council is releasing new PSAs. Tell us about this new campaign and why the message of the campaign is so important. 
So we really want to highlight teens because they're overrepresented and really get people who maybe previously didn't think about adopting a teen to consider it. And we're really focusing on the rewards. And, um, you know, when one is the lucky one and people the year after the youth has been adopted, the, the daughter, and um, everyone's saying, oh, she's so lucky to be in your home. And the mom reminisces over their experiences so far and said, no, our family is the lucky one. This is an amazing young woman who's come into our lives and has brought so much to us and we're so grateful to have had the experience. So just really highlighting um, the rewards that you might not even think of when you're considering adopting a teen from foster care. And Bob, how can prospective parents, what can they do to start the adoption process and the foster care process? Sure. So we really hope that your listeners will go to our website, um, adoptuskids.org. There's lots of information there about how to become a foster parent, about how to become an adoptive parent. You'll read stories about families like your listeners who decided to go on this journey and what it's been like. Um, We also have the national photo listing of almost 5,000 children and youth who are waiting to be adopted and what some of their stories are. We also have a toll-free number, one 888 if people would prefer to talk to um, one of our representatives, one of our experts, and have their questions answered and then be referred on to um, a local agency. All right, and finally, lastly, um, Ray, why should parents, why should they get involved to be adoptive parents from your experience? experience, what what would you say to them if they are on the fence about becoming an adoptive foster parent? I would say first and foremost, do not be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Um, you know, every adult has apprehensions whether or not they're about to, you know, have a, a pregnancy and a child of their own or they're bringing in a kid that's older. Um, moving from a non-child house to a, a parental house a family house is a change in every person's life. So uh, don't don't be afraid. Go ahead and go to the website. Go ahead and make a phone call. Go ahead and sign up for a foster care training class and get some more information because these children deserve a home. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. Bob, again, what's the website? If our listeners, if they're interested in becoming adoptive foster parents, what's the number? What's the website? How can they find out more? Please go to adoptuskids.org or call us at 1-888-200-4005. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for taking time to talk to us.